It is indeed the last full day before the 2022 midterm elections. And what a day it is, a truly packed program. And we are going to be talking about in significant detail tomorrow, really what is at stake in this election. But for today, we are going to contextualize it. We'll contextualize it by looking at some of the final Democratic and Republican rallies and some of the final polling as well. And one bit of polling that came out over the last couple of days that is particularly disturbing is the degree to which this country, the United States, has fallen into a veritable cesspool of conspiratorial thinking when you really don't need to find such conspiracies to understand what it is that is going on in the country. And as is often the case, conspiracy theories have some kernel uh, of truth in their origin, but take people very much in the wrong direction in terms of their beliefs. And let me make it very concrete for you. A new poll shows that 44 percent of voters see a secret cabal that is controlling the federal government. Um, When you look at this poll uh, of 1000 registered voters conducted at the very end of October, you see that 44 percent overall But it's not that dramatic a difference between Republicans and Democrats. Um, Fifty three percent of Republicans, 41 percent of independents and 37 percent of Democrats believe the federal government is controlled by a secret cabal. The thing about this is you don't need a conspiracy theory about a secret cabal. We know that overwhelmingly government and industry and regulators and the world of finance are controlled by those very corporations and the wealthy individuals that run those corporations. That's it's not a secret cabal. There's no secret here. Okay, these are the folks who have run things overwhelmingly in the United States for over 100 years. You could argue, you know, maybe there was a brief period in the 30s and 40s uh, during FDR when um, it was really the government was kind of governing the wealthy to a certain degree and not even really completely. The seeking the conspiracy to control secretly is what is disturbing in particular here because you don't actually need to look very hard for who's really in charge. There was I believe it was a Princeton study and we covered it years ago, which found the legislative desires of corporations and of the rich are much more likely to be made into law than the legislative desires of the average person. So we knew this already. It's not a secret. It's out in the open. And where it gets dangerous is that you have myriad propaganda outlets and politicians and others who will take the kernel of truth, which is There are entities and individuals beyond just the average people whose desires are overwhelmingly reflected in how the country is run. That's true. And then that's where you get into shadow government conspiracy theories. And we've seen every version of this right now. It's kind of hot with Republicans and Trump has been mentioning at rallies. It's the Marxists, the socialists and the communists. He doesn't know what any of those terms mean, doesn't know the differences between those two, those three terms, but he uses them. That's who is secretly controlling everything. And then if you think about it, clearly you go and you look and say, okay, if communists are controlling the U.S., first thing we should do is find communists. And then you go and you don't find any. There's no communists in positions of power in the United States. So you can very quickly debunk it, but that's what they're going to. And then, you know, the other ones, right? The Trilateral Commission, the Bilderbergs, the Illuminati, the Q stuff uh, and that theory about its pedophiles, Democratic pedophiles who are controlling the country. It's the Jews. That's a classic as always. So what's so disturbing about some of this polling is that. It is true that not everyone's desires count equally. Right. Your desires and my desires for what we would like the law to be don't count as much as the desires of Apple as brought to the government by highly priced lobbyists. That's true. But the secret cabal, which lends itself to all sorts of xenophobia and racism and conspiracy theories, you don't need it. It's all out in the open. And of course, we know 
that when you believe in the subterfuge, when you believe in the conspiracy theory aspect of it, um, you often vote in ways that don't really make any sense because you believe things that simply are not true. So anyway, that's context to some degree for how people will be voting tomorrow. I have to uh, take a step back. I have to correct something I previously said. In the past, I have been talking about Democrat Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro is the guy running for governor in Pennsylvania. Josh Shapiro is running against Doug Mastriano. And in the past, I have been saying about Josh Shapiro, not as a pejorative, but I've just been saying Shapiro is a completely uncontroversial, milk toast, boring Democrat. And I've been saying that in a positive sense. And what I mean by that is the options for Pennsylvania governor are extremist, January 6th attending, big lie repeating, right wing ideologue Doug Mastriano, who will steal Pennsylvania's electoral votes in 2024 if he gets the opportunity. That's that's one choice. And the other side is a completely boring, uncontroversial, milk toast Josh Shapiro, who is just going to be very under the radar and run the state of Pennsylvania in a completely normal, boring, uncontroversial way. And I was saying it as the choice should be obvious. We need Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro over the weekend appeared with Barack Obama and delivered an absolutely fantastic speech. Obama level speech went completely viral, millions and millions of views. And I was wrong. I don't think there's anything milk toast about Josh Shapiro. He actually seems like a fantastic candidate. That's not how we do things in this Commonwealth or in this country. And that is not freedom. You know, this guy loves to talk a good game about freedom, right? Let me tell you something. It's not freedom to tell women what they're allowed to do with their bodies. That's not freedom. It's not freedom to tell our children what books they're allowed to read. It's not freedom when he gets to decide who you're allowed to marry. I say love is love. It's not freedom to say you can work a 40 hour work week, but you can't be a member of a union. That's not freedom. And it sure as hell isn't freedom to say you can go vote, but he gets to pick the winner. That's not freedom. Critical issue. That's not freedom. But you know what? You know what we're for? We're for real freedom. And let me tell you what, let me tell you what real freedom is. Real freedom is when you see that young child in North Philly and you see the potential in her, so you invest in her public school. That's real freedom. That's real freedom. Real freedom comes when we invest in that young child's neighborhood to make sure it's safe so she gets to her 18th birthday. That's real freedom. Yeah, I I have to tell you, Super impressed with Josh Shapiro over the weekend. Here's one more clip of Josh Shapiro talking about his opponent. This is a guy, this is a guy who doesn't respect women here in Pennsylvania. In fact, in fact, in fact, if you don't think like Doug Mastriani, if you don't look like him, if you don't vote like him, if you don't worship like him, if you don't marry like him, you don't count in his Pennsylvania. You know how I know that? Because I know where he was on January the 6th. Right. He went there that day. Understand, understand. He went there that day not to hear a speech or protest. He went there that day to stop your vote from being counted. Josh Shapiro is really good. I actually, you know, I I was feeling like we just need to dodge a bullet by preventing Doug Mastriano from becoming the governor of Pennsylvania. And we do. But I actually the more I learn about Josh Shapiro and the more I read about his policy platform and ideas, I think he will be a fantastic governor of Pennsylvania. He should win. It is not close right now in the polling, but everybody should vote. A former president, Barack Obama, also very clearly explaining the stakes. 
The only way to make this economy fair, the only way to make our democracy stronger is if we fight for it. You can't take it for granted. And that starts with electing people who know you, who see you, who care about you, who can walk in your shoes and, and see through your eyes and, and know what it's like to struggle, know what it's like to get sick, know what it's like to, to have to pay off student loans, know what it's like when things aren't just handed to you, but you got to work for them. That's what you did two years ago when you sent Joe Biden to the White House. He knows you. He's been there. He's fighting for you every day, doing everything he can to put more money in your pocket, to make streets safer, to bring more good paying jobs here to Pennsylvania. So listen, later you'll hear the types of things that were being said at the Trump rallies over the weekend. But this is not an election about whose policy do I agree with slightly more. Okay. This is fundamentally about which candidate agrees that the winner should actually get to do the job. And there are a lot of these people running who are perfectly fine, even if their opponent gets more votes, saying I should still be the governor. I should still be the senator, even though I didn't get more votes. And that's extraordinarily scary. Let me know your thoughts. Leave a comment on YouTube. And by the way, if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button at youtube.com slash the David Pakman show. Check out our sponsor, Shaker and Spoon, the monthly cocktail subscription box that delivers the craft cocktail experience to your door. Each monthly box comes with three original recipes created by world class bartenders with ingredients for 12 cocktails. My favorite is the blood and sage. It's part of the vodka based drinks. It uses herbed sage syrup and blood orange Meyer lemon ginger ale. Delicious, refreshing. I love how Shaker and Spoon includes everything you need, the ingredients, the instructions right in the box. The recipe is easy to follow. The blood and sage made for a very relaxing fall afternoon on the back deck. A lot of fun with Shaker and Spoon. You don't need to seek out hard to find cocktail ingredients or buy full size containers of things you'll use once. This is way more convenient. Shaker and Spoon introduces you to spirits and flavor combinations you may never have otherwise discovered, and it is a fantastic holiday gift. Give the gift of an awesome experience. Shaker and Spoon giving you $20 off your first box. Go to shakerandspoon.com slash Pacman and use the code Pacman. That's shaker, A-N-D, spoon.com slash Pacman. Promo code Pacman saves you $20 the link is in the podcast notes. One of our sponsors today is BetterHelp. Uh, viewers of the show, listeners know I'm a big advocate of therapy. Uh, I think it's important to make it more accessible, remove any stigma that might be associated. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is therapy done entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. I'm a huge believer in talk therapy and BetterHelp is making it more accessible to more people. You can even find a therapist who specializes in certain areas, which maybe you can't find where you are geographically. There are lots of great benefits to doing therapy online. Get it off your chest. Visit BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Pacman show today to get 10 percent off your first month. That's better. H.E.L.P. dot com slash Pacman show. The link is in the podcast notes. You've heard me talk about the accounts we've had hacked. It's a horrible experience. It can happen to anyone. Look up the stats. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it may at some point. Protecting yourself against scammers online can get complicated. Our sponsor, Aura, is the all in one solution that I now use to keep accounts safe. Aura scans the dark web for your personal info, emails, passwords, 
social security numbers immediately alerts you if anything is found, helps you fix the problem. You also get alerts about suspicious credit inquiries or automatically request the removal of your information from search engines and data broker sites. And Aura protects all of your devices from malware with its state of the art antivirus. And Aura also helps you manage what your kids can do on their devices with very simple, easy to use parental device controls. You can try Aura free for two weeks at Aura.com slash Pacman. Your login credentials might already be floating around. It takes only a few seconds on Aura to figure that out. And think of all of the other useful things you'll discover during the two week trial. That's a u r a dot com slash Pacman to have Aura scan the dark web on your behalf totally free. The link is in the podcast notes. I don't know what other podcasts you listen to. I don't know what other YouTube channels you watch. This particular one depends on your support to do what we do. And I would love for you to sign up at joinpacman.com. I believe tomorrow's election is not the end. I believe it is only the beginning of what is going to be an insane two plus year period of not because we want to do it, but because we have to do it defending democracy. Democracy is under attack. And just you wait until you see what these people are going to try to do. We need your support at joinpacman.com. And for just the next 24 hours, you can use the coupon code big voting 22 at joinpacman.com. We continue to follow some of the most important races that could determine who controls what for the next two years. One such race is the Georgia Senate race, where incumbent Democratic Senator uh, Raphael Warnock is trying to beat off an attack from former football player Herschel Walker. As you know, Herschel Walker can barely speak. He certainly seems unable to think. He's not able to explain his position coherently on any issue. He appeared over the weekend with Fox News, a Trump brown noser, Maria Bartiromo. And it is truly frightening that this could be one of 100 members of the U.S. Senate being a completely incoherent individual, which we have become accustomed to, but picking up on words he's hearing elsewhere without any idea how to use them here, claiming that they are bringing pronouns to the military. But right now, he's called all men and women and blue thugs and bullies. They bring in pronouns into our military, but yet they're saying it's the Republicans fault. Yeah, they're bringing pronouns to the military. I hate to break it to you, Herschel. They're using verbs. They're using nouns. They're using adverbs. It's they're even using prepositional phrases in the military. He hears something that sounds like what he's supposed to be saying, and he repeats it. And he has no clue what he is talking about. In another moment during this interview of all the different threats to the United States that we're dealing with right now, he says the real threat is that Raphael Warnock will vote against the Keystone Pipeline. Feeling now 48 hours away. Well, I feel pretty good. You know, when you have a president talking about the biggest threat to democracy, it seemed to be electing a Republican. But I want everyone out there that is listening to me, the biggest threat to democracy is to have him at the White House. And the biggest threat to democracy is to have someone. Guys, I mean, listen, I, it, is it nitpicky that he can't say democracy, that he called it democracy three times during this? Like, is that, you know, you, you point these things out and these right wingers go, David, that's racist. I I thought you were the ones who said we were racist when we see race. I'm not mentioning the guy's race. I'm telling you he can't speak or think. And now, Republic, oh, you, David, what? Huh? The guy's completely incoherent. Like Senator, why not to vote against our Keystone pipeline? Oh, God. Put us in an international threat. Uh, I think right now that's a that's a threat. And it puts us in a threat when Warnock votes against Keystone. Explain that to me. Uh, it's a security threat with uh, going to our enemies to ask for energy. That's a threat. That's a biggest threat to democracy there. And also oh putting men in women's sports, which he voted for that. Right. That's another big threat to the country. Men in women's sports. An issue affecting zero point what? Zero point zero five. I mean, come on, guys. They, and Maria Bartiromo enables it. They all enable it by pretending this is normal. Biggest threat to democracy is how the people, the Democrats right now, leading this country because they seem to be taking this country in the wrong direction. Yeah.
Give me the indicators, Herschel. Give me the specific indicators by which you could make that case. So here's the good news and the bad news, and they're both the same. Anybody could win this race. I know that many of you were very worried because of this gap that was closed by Herschel Walker, which now has Herschel Walker ahead by half a point on average. I'm going to be very direct and frank with all of you. Who the hell cares what the polls say right now? Many people writing to me saying, David, a lot of these polls are right wing biased. Remington is a right wing poll. As an example, Remington has Walker plus four. Here's the way to think about it. This thing is tied. Okay, some of the specific polls are literally a tie, like the recent Marist poll. Even if you average all the polls, including the supposed right wing polls, it's half a point that separates these two. Anybody can win if you believe that the polls are biased towards Walker, but that early voter turnout favors uh, Warnock and just go and vote if you vote in Georgia. If you believe Walker's really winning, then go and vote and make it so that his margin shrinks by one vote. All we have to do is go and vote and we will very soon know whether one of the most humiliating realities about the Senate will become a reality or whether we can avoid complete and total disaster. Donald Trump held multiple rallies over this final weekend before the 2022 midterms. We already looked at rallies, which Barack Obama did. Let's now look at Trump. Donald Trump's rally was so disastrous. Half the crowd started leaving early. Uh, Reporters reported that half of the crowd was walking out as Donald Trump was still speaking. One of the new totally propagandistic things that Trump has brought back is flying in on his plane. This is the plane his own followers funded for him to get repainted and to get back in the air. And you would think at some point these people would go, you know, I donated all that money to Trump. He didn't do a damn thing for me. I still have no savings. I'm still in this terrible situation here in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, but he's flying in on a brand new painted plane. Maybe I should stop. Maybe it's time to stop overt fascistic propaganda shows up with the cheering cultists, but they don't think about it. They just go, yeah, this is the guy I'm supposed to be voting for. So let's get right into it. Inside the cult, inside the cult, Donald Trump did something interesting. He referred to Ron DeSantis as Ron DeSanctimonious, showing us he was going public with the Civil War between him and DeSantis party for the nomination like nobody's ever seen before. Let's see. There it is. Trump at 71. Ron DeSanctimonious at 10 percent. Now, people didn't like this later when we look at the Florida rally that Trump did. Trump didn't invite DeSantis, but he did say vote for Rubio vote for DeSantis in the not even 24 hours between the Pennsylvania rally and the Florida rally. People went to Trump and said that was not a good look. Narcissists don't like sharing the spotlight. Trump is furious that DeSantis refuses to say I won't run against Trump in 24. So he went with Ron DeSanctimonious. Republicans told him, don't do that. That's not a good idea. And Trump backing off of it by the following rally. Donald Trump wrongly claimed that this Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that he won the 2020 election there. Take a listen. That basically said we were all right two weeks ago, a week ago. You're all just about all Democrat Supreme Court of Pennsylvania said they were right. The 2020 election with the respect to the ballots and everything else, the 2020 election was not right. It was not right. It was not allowed. That is not what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled. Trump is lying overtly what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled about a week ago is that undated ballots in the 2022 primary were invalid 2022 primary undated ballots. They did not rule that things were not right in 2020 and certainly not that Donald Trump won Donald Trump continuing to talk about 2020 and you're all Democrat, mostly, I think just about all Democrat Supreme Court. Oh, sorry. This is the this is part of the clip we just looked at. Okay, let's continue. Donald Trump talking about his relationship with the Chinese president, Xi. And Trump saying, I call him the king now. Very necessary. When I went to China, because I actually until 
the China virus came in. I had a great relationship with uh, President Xi. He's now president for life. Mm. I call him king. He says, no, 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 I am not king. I am president. I said, no, you're president for life. Therefore, you're the king as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, there are uh, times in American history where for a president to say, I basically am calling this authoritarian strongman the king. That would be a humiliating blunder for a for a president or former president to say. And the crowd cheers now. This is how depraved and debased the right wing has become. Donald Trump then exploding in an unintelligible word salad about the media being the enemy of the people and Russia. It's unintelligible. It's diarrhea of the mouth, folks. Communism. This is getting to be what they're doing with a Catherine Engelbrecht and everybody. This is like a communist country and the people we're not standing for a communist country. Well, there is no such country here in the U.S., so you don't have to stand for it or sit. We came too far because honestly, they have nothing going. Their policy is crazy. The only thing they do well is misinformation and cheat on elections. That's the only thing. And they're really good at that. The radical Democrats are locking up pro-life. And you know this, you see this, the pro-life activists, they're being locked up all over the place. They're persecuting their political opponents. I wonder who nobody a friend of mine said a friend of mine said there's never been a president that's been treated like you after he gets you know when you get out of office you go and these guys come at you left and right on such bullshit you've never seen anything like it there's another thing is that the crowds are so childish that when trump swears the crowd cheers like that's cool i mean it's 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 quite literally like 8 year olds Spying on their political rivals. Remember, they spied on my campaign. And remember, they did not spy on Trump's campaign. Just as a reminder, just as a reminder, Trump's campaign in 2015 and 2016 was in touch with so many suspected criminals and spies that because those suspected criminals and spies were being surveilled, Trump's people were coincidentally overheard because they were in touch with those suspected criminals and spies. It's out of this world stuff. And Trump just says, oh, they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign. Trump then talks about documents, the entire document thing. And he tells lies there as well. New Air Force One. Now, Air Force One is actually two planes. It's two seven forty seven eight hundreds. By the way, nothing more relatable than when Trump talks about planes and private planes. And they're quite quite the plane, I will tell you. In fact, I can't even tell you what's on this plane because it might be top secret and they'll try and say, oh, he violated a document. He violated a document. Listen, he, everybody's accusing Trump of, uh, of assault now, even the documents. He's violated. Every other president takes their documents. I'm the only one. I can't have a document, but everyone else, they got them all over the place. They have them in Chinese restaurants and bowling alleys. You know that, right? Now, remember, that's also a lie. What Trump is referring to is there was one point at which the National Archives actually legally and officially rented a building that previously housed a restaurant in order to temporarily store documents. The archives had them. The idea that George H.W. Bush stuffed some documents in a Chinese laundry like in the in the dryer. It's completely absurd. So then the crowd starts leaving half the crowd reportedly leaving while Trump was still speaking. They bring up Mehmet Oz. Mehmet Oz says tomorrow before the Steeler game. Call 10 people and make sure they vote. The only problem, the Steelers didn't have a game yesterday. But Oz, who isn't even really from Pennsylvania, has no clue what's going on. Tomorrow morning, when you awaken, I want you to contact 10 people. Do it at church, do it before the Steelers game. Just find the time. And here's the question you're going to ask them. Are you happy with the way America's going? Right. There was no Steelers game yesterday, Sunday. Oz knows so little about Pennsylvania that he doesn't even know when the Steelers play. And of course, actual Steeler fans, I assure you, know when the Steelers play. The rally was also in support of Doug Mastriano. 
Doug Mastriano took a different approach, which was during his brief uh, uh, moment in the in the limelight during the rally. He just groveled before Trump, which is really what Trump likes. State of Pennsylvania, Mr. President. Pennsylvania loves you. We need you. <laughs> he was such a great president that even Vladimir Putin behaved for four years. I mean, Vladimir. It's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Pennsylvania, three days away from victory. We're going to take back our state. Yeah. So Mastriano was on message. He was just praising Trump. That's what you're supposed to do. And then lastly, and this was really weird. Trump brought up Christian televangelist lunatic Kenneth Copeland, and it got really weird. There are things this great state of Pennsylvania. Liberty was born here. I've been accused of being a Christian nationalist, our first president, 1789. This is not slowed down, by the way. This Bible, it's 17th chapter of Genesis, where God made covenant with Abraham. And he read that. And he bowed his knee. And he prayed anyway. I won't play the full two minutes. Uh, Trump was completely bored during this and very clearly regretted bringing up Kenneth Copeland. Absolutely deranged rally. We were there. Our correspondent Luke Beasley was on the ground in Latrobe. We'll have those clips after the break. Remember, if you watch our content, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. It's free. And make sure you are subscribed on YouTube. I just got updated numbers from October. 3.2 million individual people watched our clips, aren't subscribed on YouTube. If just those 3.2 million people subscribe, we would immediately be tied for the biggest progressive YouTube channel on the Internet. If you have a friend or loved one who is passionate about the environment, here is a perfect holiday gift. Our sponsor, Established Titles, is a project that lets you ceremonially purchase as little as one square foot of dedicated land in Edelston, Scotland, so that you can call yourself a lord or a lady like the historic Scottish tradition. Some people even change their plane tickets or credit cards to include lord or lady. Your title pack comes with an official certificate. You can see exactly where your plot of land is located. It makes a perfect last minute gift. But most importantly, established titles plants one free tree for every plot of land sold. Established titles does really good work all over the world with reforestation organizations like One Tree Planted and Trees for the Future. So you'll have a great laugh whether you're Scottish or not. I'm not. But you're giving the gift of reforestation to fight climate change. If you use my link, you'll get 10 percent off and your plot of land will be right next to mine. You can see it on a map. Go to establishedtitles.com slash Pacman and use the code Pacman for an extra 10 percent off on top of their Black Friday deal. The link is in the podcast notes. All right. I have something extra special for you today. Our friend and correspondent Luke Beasley was in Latrobe, Pennsylvania for the Trump rally. He interviewed a dozen people and we are going to look at it right now. Now, a few things that I want to say here and this I'm not joking about this. When we we're not even playing everything for you, there's some stuff Luke sent me that seemed so obviously in the wrong category. And I'll tell you the categories in a second that it just felt like I just shouldn't even use it. Okay, but as a general thing. By definition, if you survey the MAGA movement, they have delusional, incoherent beliefs that in any other context, we would say that's mental illness. And so you go and you interview people and they all kind of seem mentally ill. And it really raises a question for people who are wanting to say, let's hear from this movement. There's tens of millions of these people. We want to talk to them. And then you talk to them and you go, can I even air this because they seem mentally ill? Am I is am I is am I doing something wrong by showing that this is what they say? There's obviously cult beliefs and people that are just sucked into a cult. And then there's ignorance. 
and there's mental illness and it's a Venn diagram. I don't know exactly where each of these people are, but it's something we really think about. And I cut out some stuff. So let's just start Luke first talking to a couple of women. One of them says Trump is currently the president. The other woman in the middle kind of doesn't seem to buy it. And Luke does a really good job here. Let's let's start. And by the way, it was really windy. So at certain points, there's just like wind noise. Luke did the best he could. I don't even know if he's president. <laughs> really? That's the Tucker Carlson psychotic laugh. <laughs> I do question that. Who do you think is the real president? Donald Trump. I think he'll be back any day under military. So she says Trump's the current president. He will be back any day under military. Now, look at the look on the other woman's face. She's starting to say, I may be nuts, but I'm not as nuts as this lady. Ooh, whoa, OK, but this is the thing, the thing with that. I got to filter out. He is attacking Biden's performance as president, but Everybody. he's the real president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke, why is that so hard for you to understand? He is. So he's to blame for inflation. No, no, I believe there's well, no, he's not. <laughs> I believe there's a show going on. I'm believing he's letting this happen to show people what what this Could've world happened. would be without actually God's letting this happen. Exactly. Do you guys understand what's going on? Trump is the real president under military. Oh, so he, the, if the president is responsible for inflation, inflation must be Trump's fault, not Biden's. No, Trump, actually God. God and Trump are allowing Biden to pretend to be president to show you if he were the real president, he would make inflation go up, which he did, even though he's not the real president. Why won't people just accept this? Luke's like all skeptical as if this doesn't make sense. He totally has command. Biden is completely. Hello. (laughs) Have you talked? Have you heard him talk? Who votes for someone like that? This ain't real. This is not a real thing. Okay, well. (laughs) I'm just going to make this prediction to you because I believe it. Donald Trump is going to take back over every executive order that Biden put in will be gone that very second he takes back over. Yeah. And you and you were saying I, I heard the beginning of this that the military was going to do that. Yes. The military is going to do it. So Trump's going to do it. The military is going to do it. Everybody's doing it. Is that a cult member? Is that an ignorant person? Is that a mentally ill person? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Here is a woman who makes what I call an indefeasible argument. And that's these are particular types of arguments that make it really tough to talk to these folks. That is our right as an American that our votes count. And it did not count in the 2020 election. Can I uh, press y'all or ask y'all about that specifically? So with all the evidence that I am, you know, hearing a lot from people here that they believe that and feel like they've seen that evidence. Why for someone who's trying to strictly go to things that they know can be verified. Has that not been shown up in any of the court cases that have been done, plus any of the audits that have been done among the many? Corruption. There's corruption. And, and I the mean, audits, they weren't audits that, you know, counted the votes. Um, I mean, they, they weren't an audit. Understand what's going on. These, this, these are indefeasible arguments. You can't defeat them, okay? The example I gave on the stream is as follows. Someone comes to me with tears in their eyes and then say, David, sir, There's a tiger in the room with you right now. Be careful, because in the studio, right in this studio with me right now, there's a tiger. And I go, oh, okay. I don't see a tiger. You say tiger's invisible. Okay, invisible tiger is unusual, but fine. Let's do this. Let's put baby powder down on the floor so that because the invisible tiger still has mass and volume as the tiger moves around, it will disturb the baby powder on the floor and they'll go, no. It's weightless. It's a weightless, invisible tiger. And then I say, well, at some point, this tiger is going to need to eat. Let's put food down on the floor. So even if we won't see the tiger because it's invisible and even if the tiger also doesn't have any weight or mass, so it won't move around the baby powder at when it eats, we'll see the food being eaten. I go, no, it's a special tiger that doesn't need to eat. That's what these women are doing. They will always say no, no, but the audits weren't done correctly and the judges were corrupt. Um, I mean, it was an audit in a sense, but it wasn't an audit to actually, right. you know, count. it wasn't an audit that was going to put Trump in the White House is what she means. The votes and the errors that that went on during, you know, the election. I mean, With all the love in the world. The reason why I have a hard time believing some of these claims is because like the corrupt point would maybe make more sense if a lot of the judges that 
these cases were put in front of uh, were appointed by Trump. And so I guess is it even them too? Yeah, I yes. What you're saying there. Yes. Um, well, a lot of people that were appointed by Trump um, really, I mean, backstabbed them. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter. They became corrupt after Trump selected them. Here's a guy who just straight up doesn't believe the election results. And we're seeing um, kind of a phenomenon going into this midterm that's very different than others, where a number of GOP candidates have indicated kind of you've probably seen they get asked like are you gonna concede if you lose and it's like no if we lose it's probably because the democrats stole it um is that a mindset that you guys share you want to answer anything but you- oh i definitely think it was stolen yep. i always think that they could tell i always think that <laughs> it's a lie and i'll never believe that it was legit interesting that is something that a lot of times i'll, ha- I'll say in conversations like what would i have to show you or pose to you that would change your mind on that particular issue? I don't think there is anything to show. Not I remember the- looking back when they were showing all these people at the election places where the uh, votes were and everybody's running around covering up windows and stuff. Nobody wanted them to see him. I mean, who even knows what she's talking about? People covered windows, so therefore Trump actually won. Then he interviews a guy who seems dead set on repeating multiple times that he does martial arts. Martial arts clearly very important to this guy, who also, by the way, is wearing an ultra MAGA shirt. This is Rich Shade, Christian, patriot, mixed martial arts expert, and the world's most handsome man. What are your feelings since they're kind of big in the news right now about the investigation going on into him? based on the documents he had in Mar-a-Lago. I think it's nonsense. I think the Justice Department right now is is totally uh, corrupt at the top. I actually know some. I, I train in mixed martial arts. Uh, I we know. I judo and getting close to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I know a lot of people in law enforcement. I don't think the middle-level people in the FBI are crook, crooked, but the upper level. We've never had anybody weaponize the Justice Department against their opponents like Joe Biden's doing right now. So what's interesting about this one is that this is verbatim stuff that Trump says verbatim. They've weaponized the Justice Department. It's never been done, et cetera, et cetera. Not particularly interesting other than that. But understand the cult followers are paying very close attention. They're getting the exact terminology from Trump. Here's another guy who, you know, again, I, I don't really know what he's talking about. Totally incoherent. We lose the war. Was it before any of us were born or our parents or ancestors were born? Or was it the Native Americans in the beginning or were the white people, the original occupants? Of- the reason you hear Trump speaking in the background, by the way, is half the crowd was leaving while Trump was speaking. So there were plenty of people to talk to while the rally was going on. America, and then they got pushed out by. Now, I'm not saying I, I love hip hop. Culture of hip hop is like embedded into me. So. Embedded. I like that. That's a nice portmanteau of uh, embedded and bred into me. It's been embedded into me. Maybe the guy's just hungry. Maybe a black soul and a white body. I'm not sure, but I still have my soul and like. The soul of America is like slowly dissipating. Yep. So he had opinions about things. Here's a guy who uh, believes that the Vatican is actually controlling everything. This one's really weird. What do you want to hear from Donald Trump tonight? Make America great again. And what has made it not great? What has made it not great is what's going on right now. Open borders, high inflation, uh, everything that's going on right now, just uh, diametrically opposed the economy to tax diametrically opposed. Again, they, they just make up words. They're totally confident. Make them up. Totally confident. Make it's diametrically is 86,000 IRS agents. I mean, if we have all night, I mean, the moon will set tomorrow. By the time so we- like you said, there's so many issues. Let's zero in on one. Uh, inflation. Are you saying you blame Joe Biden for inflation? Well, when you the sit Democrats? there and, and, and you stop fossil fuels and the country's running out of diesel in 17 days and no trucks, no boats, no plane, nothing's going to be moving. Yeah, you might want to open up fossil fuels. I think this is coming. I think it's coming from the Vatican, the Vatican's meeting. He hesitates before dropping this bomb. They were world leaders in at Mount Sinai. Right. Joe Biden's getting his marching orders from the Jesuit oath. If you open up the Jesuit, and this might be look crazy to these people. I don't really care. Google the Jesuit oath that when when Joe Biden was elected president, he opened up on a with a Jesuit priest on a Jesuit Bible. We've had two Roman Catholic presidents in this country and Joe Biden has taken orders. Just read the Jesuit oath. That explains so much. About- yeah. So that's that's pretty bonkers stuff. Here's one guy who just was furious and started swearing, wearing an, a huge, huge hat. 
briefly. Uh, tell me about what you saw, what you liked. I liked everything. Everything. Yep. And I want to say something, but I can't. Say it. Go ahead. <laughs> Democrats. Uh, why do you feel that way? Because they're scumbags. What have they done to help this country? You're young. Uh, yeah, the Inflation Reduction Act is lowering prescription drug costs as well as investing change. Why is she that in your mind? All right, anyway, I won't stick with it. The guy's just swearing so much we have to keep bleeping. And then here's the last guy. This is then we got to the QAnon guy. Uh, I'm pretty far down a rabbit hole, so I don't know what I think right now. So <laughs> what does that mean? Describe that for me. Well, it's just the whole everything that's going on in the world and it's been going on in the world. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of just we'll call it conspiracy theories, you know, <laughs> just for the heck of it for the game. What would you say your most wild conspiracy theory would be? And and Luke's instincts impeccable there to go right in for the bon- most bonkers thing. Um, I guess there's really not a, a wildest one. I mean, they're all conspiracy theories until they're one proven true or the masses believe them. So, I mean, there's there's been some wild ones over the, over the time, you know, with all the child sex trafficking and Donald Trump being the first president to fight against that. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's the truth. So child sex trafficking, huge problem. Totally agree with you. That should be addressed. It's the connection, I guess, to like it's the Democratic Party who's doing this and Biden's in the back room. It's it's good versus evil. It's, It's not Republican versus Democrat. There are a lot of evil people in the world, period, whether they're Democrat or they're Republican rhinos. And they're bad for the party, bad for the country. And does Trump's uh, relationship with Epstein before he died bother you at all? I don't think so. <laughs> that's that's good, huh? There's pedophiles everywhere. It's Republicans. It's Democrats. It's all of them. We got to root them out. Oh, yeah. Trump was friends with Epstein. Is that a problem? No, 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 no. And watch what the guy says. He comes up with Trump was probably undercover. No, I don't think so. No, it doesn't bother me because I if anything, I would think that it would be like a, a you know, a. Uh, an inside, you know what I mean? Like he was on the inside getting intel. There like, you go. Same thing he did with the uh, the mafia people that stayed in his hotels and they were getting uh, information back years ago. And Trump hotels. So he's Trump playing hotels. Epstein. I think so. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. This gets even crazier, and we'll have the full clip uh, online. But that one was really wild. So really, really good job by Luke Beasley. You can find his YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe. Go to davidpackman.com/slash Luke and you will find it all. All right. Final event we're going to cover from the weekend is the day after on Sunday, Trump did another rally in Florida, Miami, Florida, for Marco Rubio. He did not rally for Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis was not invited, although Trump did say reelect Ron DeSantis after people were mad that he called them Ron DeSanctimonious. The energy was particularly scary at this one. Now, often at the rallies, Trump is sweating and dripping, but this one actually had pouring rain. We'll get to that in a moment. Scary energy and Trump starting with Nancy Pelosi, whose husband recently needed skull surgery because of a lunatic right wing attacker who bashed his head in with a skull. Listen to what Trump says. This is this was just a cabal. This was just a group of people where crazy Nancy Pelosi, by the way, how's she doing lately? How's she doing? Where crazy Nancy Pelosi has the votes. How is she doing? She's probably extremely traumatized from what one of Trump's followers did to her husband. And then even more disgusting, they start chanting lock her up about Nancy Pelosi. She hasn't been charged or she's not even being investigated for a crime. Up and down the ballot, Republican, and we're going to end crazy Nancy Pelosi's political career once and for all, once and for all. Under Biden, Pelosi, Schumer and the radical Democrat Congress, Florida workers and families are under siege. Lock her up, right? I mean, they're for due process and law and order and lock up a woman who's not even being investigated for any crime. Truly, truly dangerous. Trump then did his uh, racist dog whistle about Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chow. In history, you got to get Mitch McConnell to be a lot tougher. Mitch McConnell. You can have Mitch McConnell and his wife, Coco. Coco Chow, you can have them both. Coco Chow is uh, Trump's latest uh, sort, sort of uh, xenophobic dog whistle about Elaine Chow. 
horrifying stuff. And the crowd just, I mean, totally, they're completely unfazed by it. Trump did, as I mentioned, get enough backlash about saying Ron DeSanctimonious about Ron DeSantis on Saturday night. So by yesterday afternoon, he did the absolute bare minimum and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reelect Ron DeSantis governor. Are you going to reelect Ron DeSantis as your governor of your state? He did it. He held his nose, but he did it. And then we'll talk about um, uh, uh, this in a different context. But Donald Trump also talking about how much suffering there has been for his own children. Imagine that they are the real victims here. And a man who I just happened to catch about half of his speech, I got in and I said, who's ripping it up there? And it was a person named Don Trump Jr. <laughs> and he's great. And he's great. You know, I have to tell this one story because he said he goes, I can tell. He's probably heard me tell it a couple of times that much. But to show you how evil these people are, so Don went to great school. He went to the Wharton School of Finance, all this stuff, good student. He was great. He, he was no problem whatsoever. He's just a good young guy. And I decided to go into politics. politics. I said, you know, life is too good. Everything's perfect. Let's screw up your life a little bit, okay? And so I take my family along with me. And, uh, they, you know, they've really suffered when you think of it. But they, they don't have any second questions are yep. they've really suffered. His family really made the sacrifice. Donald Trump does tease that he might announce his candidacy for president tonight, which we'll talk about later. I will probably have to do it again, but stay tuned. It's quite a cult here, as you can imagine. And then he drops this about Ohio tonight. That's pretty good. Thank you. Stay tuned to tomorrow night in the great state of Ohio. Yeah. So there's a report that Trump's going to announce next Monday. We'll talk about that in a moment. And then lastly, it quite literally started pouring during the rally. And Donald Trump made a big deal out of the fact that he was heroically staying out there to speak to his followers. To rival our own. And just two years ago, we had Iran, China, Russia and North Korea in check. Yeah. Anyway, it was pouring and Trump was soaked and they all made a big deal out of how heroic it was to stay out there. These rallies are extremely dangerous. The people are weaponized. Today, we will have competing rallies, Barack Obama and Trump. Trump's in Ohio. I forget where Obama is. We will have them live later. OK, we're going to take a quick break. If you watch us on YouTube and you're not yet subscribed, make sure to subscribe, subscribe to the podcast and we'll be back right after this. Plastic is everywhere we look and not enough is being done about it. One hundred billion plastic bags are used and thrown away every year. But you can help make a change. Our sponsor, Hold On, makes trash and kitchen bags that are heavy duty, plant based, non toxic and 100 percent home compostable, which means they break down in weeks rather than decades. They don't fill up our landfills. They don't pollute our oceans. Their zip seal kitchen bags come in sandwich or gallon bag sizes to fit your needs. And the best part about hold on bags is they work. I use them at home. They're just as good as all of the name brand bags. You fill them up, they stretch and they don't break. Everybody uses trash bags and freezer bags. If you care about the planet, you can do something by using hold on bags instead. And it's a really easy way to do your part. Go shop plant based bags to replace single use plastics all over your home. You'll save 20 percent when you go to holdonbags.com slash Pacman and use the code Pacman. The link is in the podcast notes. 
All right. I've been saying for some time, I think tomorrow's election is the beginning. I don't think it's the end of a phase. I think it's the beginning of a phase. It's going to be the beginning of a phase in which Republicans take whatever wins they get tomorrow. And they're going to get some. We don't know how many. We don't know what they'll control, but they're going to get some wins tomorrow. And they're going to use those wins overtly to try to set up a presidential election in 2024 where they can't lose. And what I mean by that is even if their opponent gets more votes, they will try to find a way to still get their candidate in the Oval Office. It is increasingly looking like Donald Trump may be that candidate. Axios has published an exclusive report that Donald Trump is planning to announce his candidacy on November 14th. Jonathan Swan reporting former President Trump's inner circle is discussing announcing the launch of a 2024 presidential campaign on November 14th. With the official announcement possibly followed by a multi-day series of political events. Uh, why it matters. Trump and his top advisors have been signaling for weeks that a 2024 announcement is imminent, but the discussions reached the point that allies are blocking off days in their calendars for the week after the midterms and preparing to travel. Trump long planned to announce shortly after the midterms, even toyed with announcing before November 8 to try to get ahead of rivals. In recent weeks, Trump has been inching closer and closer to straight up saying that he is running. Now, it is possible that he will indeed announce on November 14th. It's also possible that he will announce tonight. And the reason I say that is he straight up said it last night at his rally in Florida. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. I will probably have to do it again, but stay tuned. So the crowd cheers for a while. And then uh, in a moment, we'll turn the audio back up. Donald Trump says, keep an eye on my rally in Ohio tomorrow. That's tonight. And we're going to be live with that rally. Indeed. Uh, Take a listen to what Donald Trump ultimately said about it. That's pretty good. Thank you. Stay tuned to tomorrow night in the great state of Ohio. Stay tuned. We have a big we have a big rally there for J.D. We have a big, big, big rally. Yep. So it may be tonight. It may be next Monday. But at this point, it doesn't seem as if this is all for nothing. It does appear as though he is setting up a run. And when I say this is the most important midterm election I've ever covered, A huge part of the reason is because it's a setup election. Whoa, that that, that almost got that almost got dicey. It's a setup election for 2024. And I believe that the next two years are going to be completely insane. And we're going to need to really be on our guard because by sheer stupidity, to some degree, they failed to really come close to stealing it in 2020. They're going to be way more prepared this time around. And we need to be ready for that. Uh, I'll be live on YouTube, Twitch and Facebook tonight with the Ohio rally. Also, we've got an Obama rally and then we will have live election results tomorrow night. We have a voicemail number. That number is two one nine two David P. Here's a guy who really doesn't like that. I talk and comment when I do coverage of rallies. Last night we covered uh, we, we tried to cover the Bernie rally and we covered the Trump rally. And this guy doesn't like that. I sometimes say things and he makes an interesting point about my qualifications to have an opinion. You're laughing because you're part of the problem and you've never been overseas. All you've done is sit on your skinny little ass and done nothing with your life. I, I've been overseas plenty of places, I, dozens of countries. I don't know what they're talking about. Except talking to a microphone. You've never squeezed a trigger on anybody. Oh, that's true. No, if he means I haven't been overseas with the military killing people, that guilty is charged. I have never shot anyone. The caller is correct about that. That being said, I don't know why I need to have shot people or shot at people in order to have opinions about things. That's strange. I don't know where else this individual applies that. Uh, Mr. Dentist, I know you want to do my root canal, but Have you ever squeezed the trigger at people overseas? You haven't? Oh, well, that by no means. Okay, very, very dangerous and sick people. We have a great bonus show for you today. 
Twitter has started advertising its paid verification plan for $8 a month. Oh, the bonus show where you want to make money. Everybody else that makes money to fund themselves is bad. We will indeed talk about it on the bonus show. New York City employers are now requiring salary ranges to be posted. I like this. I like this even as an employer. And I'm going to tell you why. And then lastly, the U.S. Defense Intelligence report on UFOs will soon be made public. I will tell you what some people are expecting, what I am expecting, and we will delve into it a little bit more. So much going on in the next 24 hours. The election is tomorrow. I will be live tomorrow night, starting between seven and eight Eastern on YouTube, Twitch and Facebook with election results. We're going to go for a while. I don't know how long. I hope you will join me tonight. We will be live with multiple rallies starting at 730 p.m. Eastern, also on YouTube, Twitch and Facebook. It is all happening on those platforms, so it's all free. I'm selling you nothing. Follow us on Twitch for free. Subscribe to the YouTube channel for free. Like the Facebook page for free so then you can get if you want, you can get notifications when all of these live streams happen. A very, very big 24 to 36 hours in American politics that I will I believe will be of massive consequence going forward. See everybody then. And of course, to get today's bonus show, simply sign up at joinpacman.com. <laughs>